0: Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Amen. Would you turn with me? I just want to read one verse of Scripture uh, to begin with in Proverbs chapter 27. Or you could just look at the screens. Whatever you prefer. Proverbs 27, verse number 19. As in water, face reflects face, so a man's heart reveals the man. Amen. I thought that was a great scripture. You know, sometimes, you know, you've read the Bible through, if you've ever read it through, and, you you know, I didn't know that was in there. You know, you, you, uh, you, you just find these nuggets that, you just, that's why you got to keep reading and keep reading it, and these things come out. Some some jump out at you at different times in your life more than others, and so that's why the Bible will never get old. It'll be a it's a it'll be a new book every time you read it because you're in a different place in life every time you read it. Read it, you know. Amen. First time I read it, I was single. Amen. Then I got hitched and I read it again. Amen. <laughs> Then I had kids and I read it again. You know. Then I had different situations at work and I read it again. Then you go through relationship situations and financial situations and just life comes and sicknesses. Then I read it again. Amen. And it becomes a different book every time. But as in water, face reflects face, so a man's heart reveals the man. And I want to uh, title this lesson, Character Counts with God. Character counts counts with God. Character is one of the attributes or features that make up and distinguish an individual from somebody else. Amen. It's our character traits. Uh, Here are some words that describe what true character is. Decency, integrity, morality, uprightness, virtue, honor, and ethics. These are all uh, synonymous, and they describe character. Amen. You know, years ago, I heard somebody give a more unofficial definition of character uh, that really hit home and struck a chord with me. And that is, character is doing the right thing even when nobody's watching. Amen. Because, you know, some people act differently when people are watching. Right. I mean, you know, that's that's what Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount. When you give, don't be like the the you know the uh, hypocrites who go out on the street corner and ring a bell and give, or they go out on the corner and pray, you know, out loud to make sure everybody's listening to them, um, or you know you fast and everybody knows you're fasting because you're making a big deal. You're like walking in, I'm dying. You know, I'm such a sacrifice for God, you know, or whatever. And he, he said, you have your reward because you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Amen. To be seen. Uh, and so when nobody's watching, people are different. But that's where true character is. That's how you know who you really are is when, you, when you're by yourself, uh, how do you act? Amen. Uh, what do you think about? Many times a person's true colors are revealed when nobody's watching. They do things behind closed doors or under cover of darkness that they would never do if they knew somebody was watching. But what many people fail to realize is that there will never be a time in our lives when nobody's watching. Amen. Because God is always watching. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Proverbs fifteen three. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. Hebrews 4.13, there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of, whom, of him, uh, uh, to him of whom we ha- must give an account. Praise God. So our character began to be formed when we were just young children. Amen. Even just, you know, barely walking and talking. They say some of your most significant character traits are, are starting to you know, really be solidified even when you're like five years old and so forth. Amen. Um, and they're formed and they're shaped uh, based on who raised us, how we are raised, and the environment we're raised in. Uh, don't underestimate all of that because that's huge in, in people's lives. Amen. Kids, They're like wet clay. They're greatly impacted by those closest to them and their surroundings. You know, each year uh, that passes by, the clay begins to dry out and becomes more harder to mold and shape. And by the time that that kid turns into an adult, you know, most of our character traits are set in stone unless they change somehow. Amen. By by help. By somebody or something uh, from another world, it helps us to be a better person. You know, and at that point in our lives, it takes hard work and perseverance to change our character. But thank God, with God's help, we can change. Amen. Amen. With God's help, I believe that that old adage that says, you, you, you know, you, you can't uh, teach an old dog new tricks. I believe you can. Amen. Because I, was, I wasn't an old dog, but I was, you know, I was in my early 20s when I came, so I had already you know, been, a, been there for a little bit. Amen, and God changed me. Praise God, from the inside out. Second Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That means even our character can change. You know, when we come to the Lord, he gives us a new nature. It'll fundamentally change our character for the better, but we have to allow it to. Amen. Praise God. You know, when Jesus uh, raised Lazarus from the dead, Lazarus came hopping out of that cave, that, 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 uh, that grave cave like they used to have back in those days, and he was bound up in grave clothes. So you could just, you know, kind of look like maybe like a, a little like a mummy or something, Lazarus come forth. And here he is, you know, hopping out of there. Maybe I don't know because he's still wrapped up in the, in the grave clothes, but you know what Jesus told the people that were there, loose him and let him go. Amen. Jesus is the one that saves us. Amen. But Jesus gave us a church on this earth to that. When somebody gets saved, you know what? They're not perfect right there amen the church is there that god is our father and the bible said the church is the mother of us all amen and so we come and and day by day people get preached to people read the bible people pray and then and these new babies in christ they grow in the lord and they develop a character for god amen and and they are loosed Praise God. I know people that got the Holy Ghost, got filled uh, and baptized, and maybe they smoked uh, four packs, of, two packs, four packs of cigarettes a day, and, and maybe they couldn't give it up even after they got the Holy Ghost. But you know what? Uh, you know, they worked on it, and God took it away from them. Sometimes everything doesn't happen all at once. Uh, amen. When, when you're born again, amen, you go unto perfection. You're guided into all truth. And our character is developed. Praise God amen and as we walk with god after we're saved we have to be careful with our associations amen because we know that our associations got us in trouble in the, you know before christ and they can still get us in trouble after christ the people that we allow to be close to us will have an impact on our character one way or another amen there's a great scripture in 1 Corinthians 15:33 that said, "Be not deceived, evil communications corrupt good manners." In other words, bad company corrupts good character. Amen. But the Bible said in Proverbs 10:9, "He who walks, remember character is integrity, he who walks in inter- integrity walks securely." Amen. When we walk in, in good character and integrity, and I know there's none good but one, and it's God. And when God comes into our life, He helps us be good. Amen. So we get our righteousness from Him, our integrity from Him, our character from Him. Amen. And when we walk in, His, in the integrity He's given us, we walk securely. We're going to be okay. You know, there's many examples of those that exhibited good character traits in the Bible. Different people... We read about in the Bible, uh, especially Old Testament, they were were known for like maybe one, one specific character trait stood out and was mentioned about them. Enoch was known for pleasing God. Amen. Abraham was known for his faith. Amen. Moses was known to be the meekest man on earth. Meekness is a character trait. David was known for being a man after God's own heart. That's character. Job was known for his patience. The New Testament said, and we remember the patience and consider the patience of Job. And Job needed a lot of patience for all he went through. Daniel was known for his excellent spirit. Amen. All of these are great character traits. And of course, our greatest example of good character in the Bible was Jesus Christ Himself, God manifest in flesh. Yeah. Though he was Almighty God manifested in human form, he was humble. Remember, he the Bible said he humbled himself and became obedient even unto death, the death of the cross. He was born in a manger, in a stable full of animals. That's humility. He didn't come on the scene riding, riding a white horse. A, with, you know, knight in shining armor. No, he came in humble. He said, the foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. He rode into Jerusalem on a borrowed donkey that wasn't even an adult donkey. It was the foal of a donkey, so it was a a junior donkey, you know, kind of like a pony to a horse. (laughs) Amen. He had the last supper in a borrowed upper room And he was buried in a borrowed tomb. Which was nice for Joseph of Arimathea because he got the tomb back after three days. Right? Amen. He allowed, these are the character traits that Jesus showed us. He allowed children to come to him. His disciples said, get, get these kids out. You know, get, get away from me, kids, you bother me. Get these kids, get these kids out of here. Jesus is a very important VIP person. He doesn't have time for these little snotty-nosed kids. That's what the disciples were say. You know, this is, this is the, the, the kingdom of God. This is the business of the Lord and stuff. And then Jesus you know, rebuked them and said, hey, let the suffer the children to come. Let them come to me. Amen jesus accepted them with open arms and blessed them you know and he let us know that we need to be careful not to lose the good character traits that kids have you know because you know we grow up and we some some people grow up and forgot they were ever a kid yeah i don't know these kids well you were once a kid oh no i i came full grown what do you like adam and eve became full grown some people forget that they were kids amen and what are the what are some character traits that kids kids have quick to forgive, strong faith, sometimes too much faith. They're gullible, they'll believe anything, but they got a lot of faith. They're willing to share. And he said, of such, these kids, of such are the kingdom of God. Amen. You know, he viewed people through the lens of compassion. When the multitude were there all day listening to him preach and teach, you know, he had compassion on them and he fed the 5,000 and and the and the kids and the and the wives with them. amen he ate with publicans and sinners that shows character amen because he didn't care because some people they you know they allow their what people think of them and what people uh, you know the supposed reputation or whatever to get in the way of letting your true character come forth because some people oh, i'm not gonna eat with them because what are people gonna think amen he ate with publicans and sinners Publicans are another name for tax collectors. So, you know, like IRS people. You know, so they're not real popular either, right? Amen. So he he touched a leper to heal him. And you weren't supposed to touch a leper. In fact, a leper wasn't supposed to be anywhere near you, like shouting distance. They were supposed to wear a leper's garment and say, unclean, unclean, so everybody would get on the other side of the street and, and get out of there. That's the way it was. Amen. But he laid his hand on the leper to heal him. And people were going, what is going on with this guy? He didn't care because his character was number one, amen. His love was number one. He took time out to go to uh, the well, a well where the Samaritan woman was in John chapter four, and he talked with her. In fact, his disciples, after he'd been there a while, they came because they went to town to get some food. And he, they came and said, what is this, what is he have, what's he talking to her for? She's a Samaritan woman because the Samaritans were despised. And, and, and then, you know, back then, sad to say, but, the, you know, the women were, you know, looked at differently. Uh, and to be a Samaritan and a woman and these, these disciples said, what are you doing talking to her? You know, we got better, most important things to do. But he went out of his way to go help because he wanted he don't care about the crowd, about who it is, publicans and sinners, whoever, kids. A Samaritan woman, he was just wanting, you know, he's showing his character. He was loving people. Amen. And then he was invited into a Pharisee's house. And you know who a Pharisee, right? The Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the scribes. They were the religious leaders of the day. And they were the only people Jesus got mad at. In the whole, you read those Gospels, he, he didn't get mad at, you know, none of the other people that were doing certain wrong things or whatever, but boy, he got mad at religious hypocrisy. He got mad, mad at holier-than-thou people. He got mad at them. Amen. And so, but he was invited into a Pharisee's home. Amen. And there was a big group of people, probably some other Pharisee buddies there, whatever, and he just sitting there with them. And a woman came in that was known in the city to be a very immoral woman. And she came in and she went straight to Jesus right in front of the whole group. And you can imagine a pin dropping him right about then. And she started crying like tears coming down like a faucet and they were coming all over his feet. And then she was taking the hair of her head and she was wiping those tears off kind of washing, drying his feet. And then she had brought uh, an alabaster box of an ointment And uh, she broke it over those feet. Amen. And uh, she kissed his feet. And it was much to the chagrin and displeasure and shock of these Pharisees that were there like, ooh. And the the Bible said, if this man knew who this woman was, he wouldn't let her touch him. But his character came through. You know, he came not to you know, call the righteous, but sinners to repentance, amen. He came not to condemn, he came to save, praise God, amen. He cared more about what he could do for people than what they could do for him. And Kathy Loon Stilly, she said, your true character is revealed by how you treat those who can do nothing for you. You know, because some people, they always got an angle, they always got a motive. They always got, you know what, like if I help this person, then I'll get up the ladder over here. If I help that person that, you know, and they're just, they're looking at life that way instead of just saying, you know what, I'm just going to help them just because. That's why the Bible said give and, you know, don't let your right, right hand know what your left hand's doing. Give and forget. Amen. Don't keep score. Just, just be a blessing. Amen. Be unselfish. Jesus was one of the greatest examples of the second greatest commandment of all. Amen. Luke 631, and just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. That's the second and greatest commandment of all. Don't wait for somebody to do something for you first. Amen. Do for people what you would like done for you, and you will be a blessed person that will always have what you need. Amen. Because God takes care of people who take care of people that that are kind of, like, forgotten by society. God takes care of people that look after the poor. God takes care of people that look after the widows. God takes care of the people that look after the fatherless. God takes care of the people that look after the stranger or the foreigner. God takes care of them. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter uh, number five, verse 46, Jesus said, For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? In other words, you know, it's easy for us to love people that love us, but love the unlovable. Love the people that, that nobody's loving. Amen. And then he said, verse 47, And if you greet your brethren only, what do you more than others? Do not even the tax collectors do so. Amen. That's why, and then if you read up above, he said, love your enemies, go the extra mile. If somebody hits you on the one cheek, give them the other cheek. If someone asks for your coat, give them the shirt also. He he was trying to get a point across. Amen. You know that it it all belongs to God anyway, and God's going to give you, it'll come and go. Sometimes you'll have more than other times but you'll be blessed when you put him first and you, and you, you know, Jesus, others, and yourself, joy, if you live by that acronym and you're gonna be okay in life. Amen. You know, Jesus was more impressed with the widow's might than with all the exorbitant giving of those that were well off. Because remember, the disciples, they were focused on these guys, with you know, all these guys with these big bags of money throwing them into the treasury at the temple, throwing them in for the offerings. Whoa, hey, Peter, did you see that? Andrew, oh, hey, Simon, whoo, Judas, can you believe that? And Jesus wasn't even, he was just yawning, uh, you know, there was no, nothing. And then this little old woman comes with her two little mites, which are not even as much as pennies, and when she throws them in, Jesus said, stop the presses, stop everything, woo! hey, guys, did you see her? Uh-huh, what, uh-huh, no, we weren't looking at her. We're not looking at anybody throwing in less than a penny. She threw in more than they all did. What? Yeah, because she threw it in out of her sacrifice, out of her living. It hurt her to throw that in there. Amen. That's character. Proverbs 28, 6 said, Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than one perverse in his ways, though he be rich. Amen. What did did David say? I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God. In other words, I'd rather be an usher in the house of God or a doorkeeper in the house of God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. And, you know, with all the people that think they're everybody and that and this and that and a bag of chips and a Slurpee and all that kind of stuff. Amen. Because you see, what people think is more important and valuable is much different than God's viewpoint that's what's more important and what's valuable. Amen. 1 Peter 3 4. It talks about not, you know, not to, not the outward appearance, but the inward, our heart, our character. First Peter three, four, let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. So what's in your heart is more important to God than your outward appearance or the things that you possess. That's what's most. <laughs> Amen. And that's why jesus said cleanse first the inside of the cup and the outside will be clean also don't worry about the outside focus on the inside and things will just fall into place when you just follow your heart with god god highly values amen a meek and a quiet spirit which is in the sight of god great price that's what god says is valuable a meek and a quiet spirit amen 1 Timothy 2, verse 2, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Character, character, character. This is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Character counts with God. What counts with God is when you do, uh, when we do our best to lead a quiet and peaceable life, and we do it You know, as honest as we can, we follow God's word. That's what impresses him. That's what he's looking, uh, amen, he's looking at us, uh, praise God. uh, And that's what uh, he's looking for in us, uh, amen, uh, and through us, praise God. Even when Jesus was on the cross, toward the end of his several hours on the cross, amen, being the eldest son of the family. He was concerned about his mother, who was right at the base of the cross with the other women. And he looked over at John, his, John the Apostle John. And he said, he said, John, basically he said, John, that's your mother. And he said, woman, behold your son. And after Jesus was crucified and he died, the Bible said Mary went home with John. Amen. I don't know what who who else was around and all the other relatives or whatever was going on but jesus his character was concerned about his mom honor your father and your mother even when he's in agony even when he's about to die he's still concerned about his mom and what's going to happen to her after he leaves wow character counts with god amen you know some people use their own pain and suffering to justify mistreating people to be mean to people. Well, you know, you, if you were painful as my, I'd be, you'd be biting my head off too. like, no, it's not in my diet. You know, it's high cholesterol, biting heads off, <laughs> amen. We won't be doing that, amen. True character is treating people right, even when you're not feeling good, amen. Romans 5, of course, you know, I'm telling you all this, we gotta have God's help with this, of course. Romans 5, verse 3, it said, We also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulations produces perseverance, and perseverance, character, and character, hope. Amen. So even when we're going through tribulations, when we're not having a good day, when things aren't going good, we're not feeling good or whatever, amen. It needs not produce bad attitudes toward people and ill feelings. It should produce perseverance. I'm going to get through this, amen. And that perseverance makes character. And that character hopes in God and has faith in God. Amen. Amen. Jesus not only took care of his mother while on the cross, he also took care of the thief on the cross. Today you'll be with me in paradise. And amen. And he also forgave all those who had anything to do with his crucifixion. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Amen. Luke 23, 34. Amen. What a powerful character uh, example he was for us. Amen. Our character and our reputation are two very different things even though sometimes they're closely related and closely aligned they are different amen Uh, one person said be more concerned with your character than your reputation because your character is what you really are while your reputation is merely what others think you are amen and we we want to have a character And, and and let our character make our reputation and not the other way around not make a reputation that's really Uh, fool's gold and it's really pie in the sky and it's really nothing to it Our, our text verse says as in water face reflects face so a man's heart reveals the man amen and you know the bible said in james chapter 1 verse 23 i'm closing right now for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. Amen. When we see our face in the water and what what comes from our heart, help us, amen, to look into the law of liberty, which is the word of God amen, and say, okay, God, I gotta, I gotta do better here, and I gotta change this, and I, I need your help there, amen, because I'm gonna be a blessed person if I'm not just a hearer only, but a doer of the work, amen, allowing God's character to be my character, Jesus left us an example that we should follow his steps, let his character be our character, and let it be our prayer, amen, and though we you know we're never going to be perfect but we're striving to be better every day and we can pray that god help us every day to be more like jesus amen for when he shall appear we shall be like him for we shall see him as himself amen what an incredible message thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may god bless you